Hello everyone, welcome to the Artist Date. My name is Jana Komarnitska and this is Pedro Bonato and we are back. We're back! <laughs> it has been a while. Yeah, I think like... But there was a reasons. Yes. <laughs> reasons. Yeah, I think it was what, like six, eight months, save, I don't know, like May was our last uh, episode. And uh, we're not going to recap everything that happened except for saying a couple things that happened. Well, um, my mom has like a... This transplant she has transplants of um, kidneys and then the kidneys started having problems so we spent a lot of time at my parents house helping them out and uh, while we were there not only war in Ukraine still going on and us worry about Yana's parents there and a bunch of people and then the house almost got fire the dog got paralyzed so we had to do operation my dad's dog and uh, we had to uh, help with that <laughs> and uh, one good thing of 2022 is that uh, a little kitty a little cat appeared in our lives there and then uh, but he had like a, basically a disease that it was like eight months old or something and then we we adopted it it was with us all the time and then unfortunately died um, like the week we were deciding to like, okay, we already did all we need, needed to do over there with my parents and then go to Curitiba, which is the city where we are right now. And then the cat had this disease called Felv and then it ended up dying. We're not going to get into that stuff, but it will, we eventually mentioned the little guy. That was a lot of fun. Like it was three months of uh, really cool fun. It's like a, like a street cat. Like, so we got him and uh, part of our lives and it was the first time in... I don't know, probably 30 years that I had a pet. I used to have cat dogs and then it became that thing. And then the cat died the week we were going to come. Uh, but anyway, then we are now, actually we are recording in uh, Linda Hator Dance Studio here in Curitiba, Brazil. Curitiba is a city in the south, it's south of Sao Paulo, about six hours drive down. Uh, it's the city where I grew up. Um, like for, since I was eight until I was about, I think, 25, I lived here. So it was very cool to come back here. So I want to thank Linda for letting us use her cool studio, which we've been recording nonstop, doing lots of uh, cool things. And we thought it would be cool to, to record uh, this uh, comeback of the Artist Date uh, here. But for everyone who is new, just a reminder, Artist Date, we talk about all things related to art, dance, uh, photography, creativity, art in general, uh, about travels, life and work together and separate as two <laughs> artists. And um, the thing that Pedro was mentioning, all the things, first of all, he was very light on the amount of things that actually was happening, the craziness that was happening around, but uh, um, it's also interesting looking back now to think and see how all that influenced even creativity or creative side of our work both uh, his mind out together and the adventure with little kitty too um, i still saved some highlights on my instagram about how we met the cat and uh, we called it kozak uh, like a Ukrainian warrior, there was a reason, a cute story, so if uh, someone is into it, uh, just check out on my Instagram, there are highlights about that. And uh, uh, it has been also interesting, the period, like when we stopped, it basically was the period that's like, it doesn't seem like time to... 
you can share only when you have what to share and sometimes it's not that you don't have anything but it accumulates so much of other stuff on top of it that it kind of feels like no like at some point and sometimes taking these kind of breaks uh, is important and useful regardless of circumstances sometimes it can help uh, sometimes it's necessity like in our case it was just like will postpone for later but uh, sometimes it was actually just right now had the uh, um, thought that uh, sometimes it's uh, important i even noticed in my dance process sometimes if i take a break it helps to unlock the creativity uh, for later it's completely different side tangent but since we are free flowing today yeah, like, <laughs> on the recap you know that like of course it helps but not a six month break unless no. you have like broke your leg or something like that but i guess it takes the time that it takes and uh keep we actually had a lot of after since the last recording of artist date we had a couple okay let's record now let's record now but we were in uh like let's say not the right psychological space to to do this and the other stuff is no excuse just it didn't happen so now we're back in the um enjoying the the process um a couple like i guess things to just to mention that uh you you were when we were talking okay well, what are we going to talk about like because usually we both bring uh different topics and i think it sort of stayed a little bit blank in our minds so the idea is just to i guess catch up with you guys and um mention a couple of things that hopefully will be useful right so the first thing i guess is to mention that um so we are in curitiba so which is a city that i lived more like it was my formative years i was born in, in a different city then until i was eight i was living there and then i came here and uh since i was what like 14 15 i always wanted to go um abroad and explore and do all sorts of different different incarnations of what I wanted to do but I always had this idea of uh, traveling in mind it has always been in my mind but to me Curitiba is always like the anchor of being home for mm -hmm. a while like it has always been like okay I, especially because like my parents used to live here if you watch our previous episodes you know that they moved to the beach uh, and uh but Curitiba to me has always been oh, the place where you come back, always every year come back to Christmas, come back to be with uh, friends, with family. And um, I thought like the two things that I got from um, the experience that was like uh, bad, like, in, uh, like before, as we mentioned, a bunch of things so from fires to like disease and war that's all and uh that's but, all. <laughs> yeah uh, but what i got was in terms of because i will not say like oh woe is me like it's we're very lucky to have the life we have like i'm always aware of that fact and um in a way grateful to everything that happens and then what i thought was like oh so cool that i was able to dedicate so much time to help me with family and all those things like because of our lifestyle it allowed to us at least part of our family and then oh it would be cool to come like and live a little bit in the city where that formed me 
it's something that I mean for most people that like let's say you live in your native city it's something that it's like a normal thing uh, but to me it was different because I always came here in a hurry oh it's 10 days it's one week it's like it has always been since I left Curitiba it was always like this anchor of coming back how long ago did you live? I was 25 last time so I don't want to do math in public 18 years so uh, like yeah for like a long time since last time I, I lived here um, then of course a lot of my like good friends are still here uh, and then I thought you know what I would love like we've been exploring and going to live in different places and that idea of like letting those places change you right mm -hmm. so we lived in Ukraine lived in Canada we spent some time in, in, uh, in Turkey and a few other places so then now it was to me very much like oh let's go there and do things without a rush like uh, in the sense that of course you're rushing all the time for work and all that stuff but oh I would love to go and just walk around the the places that uh, that were important for different reasons like in high school or in uh, like i don't know like when i was like eight or nine or and see how the city changed and the kind of uh, like i don't know old man talk <laughs> but uh it was very so far we've been here what a month and a half yeah. or so and um and it's been very illuminating for many <laughs> reasons it's sort of like we're going to talk about our projects for the future but to me at least it has been this uh If you want to find a new home and go on exploration, you have to say goodbye to your old home. So that's sort of like how I'm seeing it. And not in a bad way, of course, I always come back here and all, but it has that um, detaching um, uh, thing that I think, I hope it's for, for the best. Yeah, uh, for me, like coming to Curitiba was more like symbolic. Oh, we are back on travel mood. Because for me, I've been in Curitiba, like not many, but quite a few times. But this is the first time that we are coming without rush. And that's the benefit of a long-term traveling or a sort of variation of vagabonding what we are doing right now. Because we don't have a set home to come back. So we travel and then the only restriction or the only decision when to leave and go somewhere else, it depends on document restrictions. If it's any country with a visa, like, okay, we can't stay longer. And second, it's literally like desire how much longer uh, we want to stay here and there and this is basically with Curitiba like it kind of was like oh maybe just one month and then it's like oh let's stay a little bit longer and then other things also coming up like some projects it's like okay we'll see maybe one more month after that and then okay next move and it's also put us back on mindset of traveling because our lifestyle and our travel plans all stopped with the beginning of war in Ukraine which is still going on uh, but it during all this time and all these things that were happening helped a little bit to process this initial shock of like being frozen and not being able to do and now it feels like okay let's let's see what is possible and what we can do even in the circumstances and now even thinking of this or that country as a next stop after Brazil, but already coming to Curitiba, it's already the beginning of traveling mood, at least for me, uh, because now seeing city from a different perspective and living, not like uh, how before we came to visit your relatives, so we were like as a guest at their house, 
and it was about family first of all mm-hmm. now we are on our own as if like it's a random city whichever city in any country of the world except you've been in Curitiba before but it was interesting when we were choosing apartment you were very specific on which district you want to be based like when we were choosing airbnb and i remember it's like oh no that's like i was looking for all these options like oh this airbnb this and just oh no it's too far oh no 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 no, it's too far oh no this is super far and then when we came here for you i think it was a shock to realize how close everything is and it's the contrast of being in different cities for instance when we're even in Kiev, where we were like to go to another city you will take i don't know one hour ride on the subway and bus somewhere maybe not one hour but like 40 minutes and then you just go and do it and it's kind of okay it would be boring to do it every day but if i need to go somewhere i'll go somewhere i'll like take 40 minutes on a taxi if there is rush hour something like that and here everything like we got awesome spots we actually have already two it's our second spot where we live right now but both of them they're literally they literally happen to be downtown. I don't think you expected to be them like literally such in the center city. Mm-hmm. You were ex- at the first one uh, at least to be a little bit like further, but then it's everything within on taxi 10-15 minutes. I don't think we ever went anywhere further than 10-15 minutes. Yeah. And most of the, not most, but many times when we order taxi, for us it's cheaper to call Uber than to take a bus for two of us to go somewhere where we need to go. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really funny like this uh, that Jan is making fun of me, of the, the city. Because to me it was like, oh, like this place is far, this place is far, this place is far. It was with my, I don't know, 15 to 18 mindset. Uh, of um, like where those things are and then over time when you lived in bigger cities then you come back and then even though Kurichiba is by any means like a small town it's like it's a, I don't know, 1.5 million people maybe two so it's not a small town plus all the um, metropolitan region we call like all the areas around all the, the satellite cities it's actually quite a, a big a big spot but this place that we are right now, to me, has always been like, oh, okay, so I live in this part of town, I have to take a half an hour to get there on a, on a bus or something. So it's sort of like, you know, like when you go, when you're a kid, and then uh, that backyard, I remember the backyard of my grandma, used to be this huge place. It was like amazing, huge. And then I had the opportunity of going back to the house where I lived when I was a kid in, in Porto Alegre even certain, certain part of Brazil, and to my grandma's house, and it's like, oh, it's actually very small. Like, so it felt a little bit like that. But in a way, it's like, um, I never really considered living in uh, Curitiba as a, as a place to, to be for, for many reasons. But um, the main one is that the stuff that I like, they do not have that much of that here, if that makes sense. Like... Like fashion photography and uh, and the uh, world music and a lot of things. Of course, there is a little bit, but it's very restricted. So um, I never, even though it feels like home, it's sort of like not fulfilling in that sense. Mm-hmm. That's why I left. Um, and then, but coming back, you start seeing how much it depends on your eyes and your attitude about doing things. That um, I guess some people can get it from. 
I don't know, just thinking about it or reading or having other experiences. But to me, it came from traveling. Like, for example, appreciating certain things about the Brazilian culture that you need to get out of here to see how other folks do it. That you're like, oh, wait, no, we actually have, this is actually cooler the way we do it. And then at the same time, you go to other places like the biggest difference to me was in Canada. Uh, that it's like, okay, this is more efficient. This is cooler. This is nicer. This is easier. So for certain things, basically for work-related things, I prefer the... North American mindset, it's way better and more reliable. And for fun and human interaction, I prefer here. So it's, um, and it, it, this is not necessarily a comparison between places, it's not a competition. It's sort of like we have to get the best out of uh, every uh, culture, every situation. And uh, also our experience in that place too. Because every person, even living in the same city, we live in different cities. And it's something I think we talked in one of the previous episodes. Because And one thing I wanted to comment earlier on what you were saying, I actually don't think it's anything age-related to uh, regarding distances. I mean, when you're a small kid, of course, you will see yard is a huge one. But if you're a teenager and we're talking about distances in the city, I don't think it has anything to do with age. It has specifically with getting used to things and places and when we live, especially if you live for a long time with the same lifestyle in the same city, we kind of get a comfortable pocket of places where we go for conveniences. We often, not necessarily always, but often we choose something like close by, like oh, the closest grocery, I don't know, the closest hair salon, or maybe not the closest, but on the way to the work uh, or something like that. So we create ourselves a structure which is efficient enough for us and satisfy our like day-to-day needs and it's very often we don't get out of that pocket so we kind of get used like oh go half an hour somewhere so if you for instance i don't know in a huge city and everything is like half an hour away then half an hour becomes a norm then one hour is like oh too long or if you're in super huge city, one hour is normal, two hours will be long. But if you are in a small city, or if your lifestyle allows you to go like close by, then for you, normal will be 10 minutes, 10 minute walk. But 15 minutes on the car, oh my God, it's too far. So it's more about uh, um, seeing your lifestyle and uh, seeing like what is your normal threshold for the uh, time, time space. Yeah, and the one thing that I thought was uh, cool, like as I was thinking of which projects to, to do here, well, one of the, ho- the houses we're currently in is actually super, super like heart of downtown, old, uh, old part of the city. And um, it's in front of a building that is very cool. And it's like, it used to be, it's like beginning of the century, which for Curitiba as a city is 300 years old. It's not like Kiev, there's a thousand or more. Like, but. Uh, it has those old buildings from the beginning of the century. And um, in 2016, when we dropped by here, I saw this place and now it's converted into sort of like an arts and culture center. And uh, I was like walking around and then I thought, hmm, it would be interesting to do something there. And then uh, we arranged, hopefully, to be able to do some recordings and shows and things there. And uh, one of the things that I noticed was like, if you go and think, oh, there is no, for example, in my case, oh, there's not really, uh, let's say, much world music stuff going on, like Kuchiba. Then yes, compared to Toronto, where you used to live, of course, it's very little. But it's how much. That's one mentality that I think, whenever you are in a more, let's say, uh, not colonial, like 
smaller town, you don't have that mentality of going and trying to do things. Uh, and the, okay, I don't have this thing here. Okay, let me make that thing here since we have. And that's one of the things that I noticed, like that I, I sort of brought with me that I noticed, like, oh, okay, cool. So there's this guy that plays this instrument, that guy that plays that instrument, that guy that plays that instrument. Let's go and try to do something. And then things start. And I think that's really cool to, to, to observe. And uh, the other thing that I, it's um, bringing this traveling mindset to uh, exploration mindset, I should say, not necessarily traveling, to, to your experience, like literally, like what, two days ago, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do something very mundane, just to buy you know, water or like whatever in grocery. And there was this building that was in front of this old city hall building, a cultural center. And I was always like, huh, that's so strange. It has this um, um, paintings on the top part. Like someone opened the windows and put some paintings towards the, um, the house. And it's like this old building, nice. And the, it says there for rent. But I was like, okay, but what are they, what's this? I can't go in. So is, it, is it an art center? I'm not sure what it is. And then when I was going out, I saw some guys like preparing drums of maracatu, which is a kind of like drumming, like bunch of different kinds of drums and they do these big parties like super loud in the streets and uh, I talked to them and then I said oh cool and then basically they rented the bottom part of this like two-story building to do their rehearsals and then uh, one of the guys said oh like come check it out I'm gonna start the show in like 10 minutes and I got reintroduced to this uh, like music style like drumming style and those even mentioning one of the drummers there it's like oh well, i know so much more about like arabic persian turkish even balkan rhythms and then i know some stuff with like latin but not specific brazilian and it's like oh i actually haven't stopped to look at that kind of drum that, that kind of uh, like uh, that traditional drumming and serendipitously like if i had gone half an hour before they would not be there. If it had gone 10 minutes later, they would not be there again. And not necessarily anything cosmic, but it's like, it's so interesting uh, when you allow yourself to be open for exploration, how those things you can see like anywhere. Sorry for the sound there. I forgot to press a button. So a uh, little technical problems. We're rusty on doing the, the artist date. So apologies for that. It has been a while. Plus we already had a long shooting day today. So yeah, one of the, uh, for me, I also like to associate different travels in different cities with different goals uh, and in our like pre-war uh, lifestyle period, we had like some trees that were all about exploration, going out, seeing like uh, shooting creative content, like three months in Turkey, it was like that. Uh, uh, amazing, we did quite a few episodes about that, so go back and watch. Uh, and then there was another season, like when we went to Ukraine, to Odessa, it was like one apartment, I think three or four months we actually... Five. No, four, I, I don't think five. five. I was sure it was like October, four. November, December, January, February. Yeah, but mid-October to mid-February, okay, four months. So four months. <laughs> um, and it was completely about other things. They was focused on health, on fitness, on work, uh, more like computer style work. We were doing quite a lot of like new projects or launches uh, for, for the work that we have been doing. And then we had this interruption of 
like craziness and a lot of practical stuff but also a lot of emotional stuff related to the war in Ukraine and now coming to Curitiba was almost it felt almost like coming back to Odessa like in terms of the point in life even our apartment somehow was reminding Odessa it was different but kind of same colors same like structure like same style uh, like a furniture and there was some moments where, like I, I had to like remind myself okay where oh right I'm in, in Brazil in Curitiba like there was little moments like that uh, feeling that gap of almost like one year just like stolen away but for me like coming back to Curitiba was again the focus uh, first of all on the work although with that said I must say I probably go out these days more than I ever did in our married life together <laughs> Uh, but still, the main focus is on work because what happened during all our crazy intense trips, uh, uh, then we had sometimes that we were switching apartments every two, three days in Turkey, always on the bags and luggages. But we always with that had content for our main project, which is the Yanadas Club uh, educational dance platform we had content at least two three months in advance and it was done always very on purpose because during trips active trips exploration trips i don't want to worry about schedule like oh i have to release a new class on that date it's not that it's not possible to record there is always opportunity but when you're in this trip travel exploration mode very often you don't really want to focus on that and lose opportunity to go with a free flow exploration or something came up let's go to the event or something came up let's go to shoot somewhere else and maybe it's a different topic that i was planning for the class and it kind of a lot adds a lot of stress unnecessary stress so that's why we were always having content in advance plus the stress of internet connection yeah, yeah. the stress like all that so it was always ready and then during trips we could open and be creative and open to opportunities and it's not like we stopped and many people like think oh so uh, like uh, you have a professional holiday yeah, yeah like no. you're always on vacations it's not the case we actually are always working it i don't know when did the last time had actual vacations yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's one, one of those things just one comment about that it's like yeah we uh, when you are like working as a like freelance or at least in our case you have your own business you're never on vacation unless you decide that you're going to stop i think last time we stopped stopped was 2000 no in egypt no we didn't stop stop we didn't no. stop yeah. i think it was cancun mexico but we're not really because we're actually doing videos there too. yeah even there mm. we did some shoots one shoot no no quite no a few yeah. So, um, <laughs> but it's not even about that. So during the trip, uh, like, of course, it's a lot of fun. You go, you see, you explore new experiences, but we also shoot, but more on the flow of, okay, what opportunities come up. And then we usually use this content after the trip is finished, after the active part of the trip is finished. Then we process, we edit, because that also takes time and which you don't want to take time while you're let's say in a beautiful know, place and Turkey, then be on the computer yeah in turkey yeah. let's even the same example you know like you in three months you will have to leave because you have document restrictions which i mentioned earlier so it's a different one and then you go to 
other also trips because even in Ukraine when we were we were quite often coming back to Ukraine but it always was different cities so it still was exploration in terms of traveling but it was way calmer it was still meeting with some people but again way smaller like scales and it was more like okay calm it down and see what the city can offer as a calm lifestyle for us so it was a combination of travel but more focused on work and now so while i was why i started even commenting about that because during this gap of six months that we didn't show up on artist date there was a lot of things happening and we got to the point that instead of having two three months content in advance i was like I literally don't have anything what the class that I need to post in like four days from now. And it was really like on the edge. And then we came to Curitiba. My main focus was like, okay, no, I want to catch up. I want to get ready for more. Okay, this is the trip already for me, but it's more calm trip. And we're already planning more active trips. And I want to make sure that I have content for six months <laughs> from now, just to make sure that no... Not only trips, but also 2022 taught us a lot about force majeure situations and that life can happen. Really, not happen, but kick you mm -hmm. and slap you a lot. And you, as a freelancer especially, that you, we are not paid by hours. We are paid by results and hopefully results in the actions in the right direction to bring results so we need to be like ready for that and then for me that's the main focus of like Curitiba it's recording first of all working content I call it classes tutorials it's a working content although it has creative influencer parts stuff too. influencer stuff too but like still more creative more like free flow content that will be afterwards first like the, the work one for me <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, and on that note like that's something that is interesting to talk about that uh, I think uh, this come from wanting to have peace of mind and some sort of like one element that is easy, that is not going to be in crisis mode. That's why, otherwise, if it was, let's say, okay, every week we record this, and then you know the next week we're going to record, the next week, like a regular job, like, it would be, like, one thing. It's more about, okay, let me do this part that is important, like, nicely, and then have calm. Yeah, it's right? like creating a safety net. Yeah, and then, uh, but then that reminded me of something that we learned, I think, we've been talking about, I'm sure we had episodes that we talked about this concept of home or travel and all those things. But that is one thing that I guess for both of us changed uh, a lot while we were not able to, like, or, or able even mentally, like I was saying, like psychologically for many months, it was like, how can we go enjoy life in Uzbekistan or whatever if um, like there is this like developments in the, in the war and everything. So um, how to cope with the idea that like life goes on and uh, that is actually a good thing to uh, help people in Ukraine, including with uh, creative efforts and things like that. But it's this idea of, I think both of us, and I think it was from maybe spending a lot of time in a house, like, uh, like you start doing gardening and things like that. I started like, especially when the cat came to our house, uh, he, it was the first time that I thought about, and I'm not going to talk much about cat, or as I'll be sad. Uh, but um, it was very cool to have this, like, 
habitual thing. He comes and stays in the like in the bed or goes here, goes there. And I always thought like, oh, I actually don't have a house for him because we're like staying at my parents' house. So it was not that sort of caught me in a bad way. And then I sort of transformed it in a good way, which is okay, whenever you are stuck in a place, you dream of traveling. Whenever you're traveling, you dream of being in a place. So it's sort of like having that. But I think that relates to your idea of like, I think we both have the same idea of like cycles of creation. Mm -hmm. That is like, okay, we're in creative bursting mode. Let's go and creating content and things and ideas and this. And then at some point, okay, let me stop. Let me edit. Let me choose what to present. Then you have this presentation mode and then you go back into adventures. So I think we're sort of missing a little bit to having that um, one place that is familiar. Because even if you go to a place and it's more calm, um, it's still not your stuff in your place. It's, uh, it's a different place. It, you can make it as homey as possible. And we, I think we do that very well. But it's not uh, something that is easy to do. So I think we're sort of missing that. And I think maybe we can talk a little bit about plans or things. Yeah, for I just want to comment because for me, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like someone even recently messaged me like as a Q&A on Instagram, like, oh, don't you get uh, tired of like this lifestyle and traveling? Well, right now, definitely not because we didn't have uh, for, a while. for a while and uh, because we couldn't for other like uh, external circumstances. But overall, I was thinking like right now, personally, I feel so good with this idea of lifestyle and like more nomadic style that there is no like bonded to one uh, place and I'm always impressed how easy at least for me is to adjust and make each new place a home mm -hmm. like even now mm -hmm. like regular we, we don't talk oh let's go to Airbnb or let's go to like, I mean we don't really really live in hotels but like, oh let's go to apartment we typically say oh okay let's go home like when we I don't know after meeting or went out okay let's let's time already let's go home and it's also not just the phrase it kind of feels like okay we are home uh, although it's not our home and now we're switching every month let's say but it's um, interesting how it's all about mindset and for me personally it's easy to adjust okay this is now our spot our home uh, and even little things that we put around mm -hmm. <laughs> like the first thing we did in a new apartment right now we took tv out and put on that spot little, like, we've got a dancerina statue, little, like, uh, kitty, yeah. some of my dance stuff. Like, okay, a little spot, it kind of feels Decoration. like... on. I always say, like, when you move to another apartment, it's your home once you put your magnets on the fridge. Uh -huh. <laughs> we don't have magnets right now, but it's like, okay, you organize little spot, you put computers, your, like, notebooks and stuff you need to do, put clothes, it feels like homey. Unless it's a spot that I really don't enjoy, which sometimes happens if you get some creepy apartments by mistake, but typically not. And then I enjoy or entertain the idea of thinking and dreaming, oh, and I know it will be relatively soon, like, I don't know how many years, but not like at some point in 10 years. No, it will be much sooner then we will get our spot. And right now it's like I'm exploring different options for home to see what actually I want to bring in a spot which will be mine. And I kind of think about it like once we get it, probably will be one or two spots and it will be this spot, let's say. 
What do you mean on two spots? I mean, maybe we'll get like some t- first, like some small spot as our spot, a home, and then get bigger one. But it's not like moving every year or two years. Like I'm uh-huh. more thinking like once we get a spot, it will be the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way that I see it, it's, it's like, yeah, like I'm also like, it's easy for me to go to like, just grab stuff and go to different places and they adapt like somewhat. I think even easier than you because you were like, I don't like this place. I'm like, I don't mind. Uh, but um, to me, yeah, it's sort of like this idea of like, I know that over the next couple of years, we're basically searching for a home. Like, and we don't know where and uh, where in the world, literally. Um, it always impressed me, like a couple things, like when we were, we were not with the artist date there, but I think you mentioned a city called Krivirik that we were in, um, in Ukraine, in the middle of Ukraine, like the middle of nowhere. It had... Uh, middle of nowhere, so to speak, but it's like a small town. It's an industrial town. Actually, now it's being attacked a lot in uh, in Ukraine. But I really, it was one of the few, first places that I saw, oh, you can actually be happy anywhere because there are people everywhere. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, of course, you can have certain pet peeves or like some people really like the ocean. Some people really like, I know, snow. Um, can be related to environment or maybe with work opportunities. I think that makes a difference too. Um, but it's sort of like this idea of, of trying to find a place where you feel at home. I think it's, um, at least it's on my quest uh, to for the near future. And I like the, but I, in any case, I even think, let's say, beyond the nomadic lifestyle whenever we decide that if we decide to not like being that mindset, like with kids or whatever, like, okay, it would be cool to have a place where you can put your stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, because we always, that's one of those things, like we always go and buy little things to, to oh, when we have our house, when you have our place. Like, so in certain things we bring and uh, we leave it around the house, like uh, the, the places where we, where we stay very gypsy style um so um yeah it's certainly a strange thing that it has like um some pros and cons and um and now we are back into this idea of okay how do we make this uh, work because as you said we had a stolen almost year Mm -hmm. of uh, of this and uh, we're getting ready for for that part yeah, I know one of the famous, most common questions, or very typical questions that probably you too receive, but I receive a lot. It's people asking, oh, so which country is the best to live? Like, especially now with many of our friends, like leaving to go into different countries or the different circumstances. You so, mean friends from Ukraine you're talking about? Yes, like mm-hmm. as a refugees or, or even here in Brazil, we met quite a few people with people asking, oh, like, so where is the best country to live? And... Uh, my first reaction is like, we don't know because we actually didn't explore that many countries as people think we did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we are always on the road, but we are taking long time in each one. So it's not really that much. And plus we have a very specific uh, interest on which regions we want to explore and see. But another thing that for sure, even having experience of living in a couple countries that we lived, is like there is no ideal country for sure. There is always something good some cool things and there will be some annoying things and um, even like bad things let's say in every single country so it's literally about finding it's like about person when you find a person there is no ideal people like there is some cool stuff about person and some annoying stuff about person and it's you trying to find the person that you feel like oh it's my person it's the right person 
It doesn't need to be ideal. It's the same for countries. It's not about trying to find ideal or perfect country because for one person, even the same thing may be great. For another person, it will be like terrible and not not tolerate tolerable. And it's more about how you said trying to find a country that feels like home. So that's kind of where we are right now on ter- in terms of not necessarily trying to find a home, but try to keep exploration of different countries. And there are quite a few countries on our list to visit within the next few years, if life allows, because who knows? <laughs> now, after this experience, it's even difficult um, to try to say, like, oh, we are planning, we are hoping, and then we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, the... I guess on that note, we should talk about what we plan to do. I guess, ironically, <laughs> you said no plans, just hoping. But uh, I guess one of the things that coming, it's basically a come back in time, things that we wanted to, to do for a long time. One is like uh, in Ukraine, when we were based in Ukraine, it was very, uh, we were having like show, like at least I was playing like in festivals and so like I had a more connection with music. Uh, and it was here in Kuyichiba with Linda, Linda Hattor's party, studio where we are at right now, that I actually got a chance to drum after a year. Last time I played for like, a, in a performance was in December or something like of 2021. And then all of 2022, I couldn't. And then in December when we came here, she invited us to play like a party. So that was uh, very, very refreshing to get back into that, uh, that mindset. And uh, but basically, what I'm hoping to do is not restart projects, it's re understand what I want in terms of which projects, what they meant then, and what they mean now. And that means that may mean that it's going to be a new thing that is going to come, or no, 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 now it's that thing that has been stopped for like whatever many years or months or whatever. Okay, now we're going to grab that. At least that's my, that's my hope. And in terms of travel, I think we both, it would be interesting to come back to this video at the end of the year to see if it um, happened. <laughs> yeah, but like we both have interest in a couple places. So Morocco, mm-hmm. uh, which is for many reasons we're going to probably, if we're able to go there, it would be an interesting uh, place to go, uh, to talk about for many, like even like personal reasons. Then Egypt, for sure come back to actually Cairo and actually other go places. to Cairo yes and then uh, so to, to Egypt for sure uh, possibly some places in Turkey because I told you I wanted to go to um, to to go back to Tepe ancient places all that region in the east that uh, it's unexplored for me and it's unexplored for most of humanity actually and then also go to Uzbekistan those are at least three places that uh, are calling both of us. Uh, yeah, at least three, but we'll see. Uh, India. <laughs> yeah, yes. there is many more lists can continue, but it's again like trying to not just to go visit, like, you know, for one, two weeks uh, vacation style or touristic style. But it's more like trying to go to maximum like possibility. And some countries are like easier some from logistics point of view and some countries are less easy like even Morocco like it's under question because in theory like okay you get tickets and you go but there are visa restrictions not for, for Pedro but for me for Brazilians, no. and trying to do visa from another country 
like in Brazil I am right now, so it's a whole other thing in Jordan. So we'll see how it happens, but it's definitely some countries that are, they're not really related to the topic of trying to find home, because I don't think maybe people live, but uh, it's more like trying to satisfy like the interest that was for a long, long time already in both of us building up for specifically those countries and some projects in those countries to try to do uh, but um, it's also about uh, <sighs> trying to find uh, the way to come back on the travel mood even with all the things still happening in Ukraine because we did quite a few episodes more in depth on uh, this topic, so go back and listen. And many of the stuff still applies here, like till today. And if thinking from three months ago, I could not even imagine or tolerate the thought. Maybe not three, but like four months ago, tolerate the thought of like going on exploration mode to some country. Like it just no. And now it's. Uh, still like tough in terms like I know that the trip may be really interrupted uh, at any yeah. point and bumped down not even in terms of logistic oh I have to go somewhere etc but more like even psychologically to get this tension but at least now it's like okay being on one spot with our goals our lifestyle doesn't help neither us nor increases our ability to actually help so, okay, let's try to find a way to move forward. And that's also probably another reason why I am so looking forward to try to do long-term stays and long-term trips. So I'm not feeling depressed. Oh, I have like only one or two weeks here and I need to get maximum or see maximum out of the place. And then something happens and then I need to kind of either suppress or feel guilty that, oh, I can't go out, etc. So... It's going to be an interesting experience. Whichever country will go first, and we still don't know whichever order it will be, whichever duration it will be, but whichever it will be, it's going to be still quite tough, at least at least till the end of the war. Yeah, the, um, it's one of those things that um, we try to... Uh, it's very easy to get desperate, especially if you see news all the time of like bombings and... Uh, and you know, like people without electricity and uh, our friends there and family and all. So that's very difficult. But then what's the alternative, right? It's like, uh, and that, I guess that has to do a lot, like just as a, I guess, finishing thought about that, this idea of like, oh, you're an eternal holiday, but, uh, <clears throat> sorry, it's not. It's, uh, it's literally not. It's just a matter of like appreciating the work that you and I do in a different level that, the world doesn't need us to be, or Ukraine specifically, to be waiting for the war to, to, to end. It's like we have some level of activism that we both do. We've talked about this in other episodes and eventually we'll bring it up. Um, and you also have like these, uh, let's say, personal like, um, like dreams and goals. And I think... They're not, they're not even mutually exclusive. I think in the end, it's a matter of uh, you really believe in the importance of the work you're doing, not for the world, but for yourself, because through yourself, you can mm. show the world. Like, that's sort of like, um, 
the way that I've been seeing this, even from uh, other points of view. But I guess this should be a good place to, to end the episode if you enjoyed it. Uh, like, subscribe to the channel. I'm actually thinking maybe to get like a clips channel like separate or maybe putting this, this, uh, uh, this, uh, the artist that stays in Yana's channel, maybe create a separate one just for travel. We don't know. Let me know what you think. Um, you can also find this and other episodes of the Artist Date uh, as a podcast. It's an audio podcast too. So if you'd like, if you'd like that, uh, there you can find Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, where, wherever you find your podcasts. <laughs> and um, uh, again, I am Pedro Bonato. This is Jana Komarnitska, and we'll see you on the next episode.